and welcome. I am Ashley Torian, your host of Ashley's Heart Song. Y'all, this is the place where we get out of the stress and back into our body, our life, and our business. Why would we ever want to do that? Well, because goodness and all that life has to offer for us is on the other side of all of that stress. So in this show, I help you walk through ways that you can release the stress and get back into your life. This is the three brains approach to restore the health and vitality back to your body, your soul, and your spirit. So happy you are with me today. Thank you for being here for Ashley's Heart Song. I have got great information for you. I'm going to be sharing with you several of the ways and the tools that I used and still use in order to keep the busy chaos at bay. This month, during these four episodes, our main theme is how to simplify our lives so that we don't feel that restriction, that busy, that suppression, that suffocation that comes with the chaos in our life. So let's get rolling. First, I would like to share a few quotes that I found on this topic that I think are really um, inspiring when we're looking at <clears throat> how can we adopt this mindset of ease, this mindset of grace. And here were several that I found that I just loved. Walk in the direction where peace is found. That's by Steve Atchison. Walk in the direction where your peace is found. That's like it's a compass. So your peace is true north. And you just head that direction. So if you're feeling busy and chaos around you, and like your life is just suffocating you, your peace is true north. So just start walking that direction. I love that so much. And then this one, peace comes from within. Do not seek it without. This peace that you're looking for is found inside of you. And that is a big part of my journey. And if you've ever heard my big keynote talk, it is all about my journey through the anxiety, the chaos, the angst, and how it was about me finding that the peace that I was looking for was not out in the world. It wasn't in my husband. It wasn't in my sister. It wasn't in my mom that I kept gravitating to and running towards it was found within me all along. And once I discovered that and found that, it made the walk a lot easier. It still had its challenges, of course, but a lot easier. Then another by Rumi is, remember the entrance to the sanctuary is inside you. So these two quotes speak very similarly. The entrance to the sanctuary is inside you. Go within to find your peace. Go within to get out of the chaos and the busy. Dalai Lama says, do not let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace. Amen. Amen. Wouldn't it be a perfect world if we never went in reaction mode around what other people did? or what other people thought, what other people said. That would just be 
that would be heaven. <laughs> so I guess one day we will experience that. But right now we get to work with this head brain that loves to jump into the arena of the chaos and the busy and the reactionary. We get to work with it. Why? Why is this important to do? It's important to do because that is where we rise. That's where we elevate. That's where we become stronger. That's where the spirit of us that is here to do a job there, that spirit in you, who is you, is really wanting to do something really cool. And if you're being held back by all that muck, then you're not getting it done. You, we must be in alignment with the spirit of who we are. That brings synchronicity, synchronicity to your life. That brings ease. It brings peace. As in Proverbs says, to be calm is the highest achievement of the self. So how many times have you reacted to something or lashed out at something and then thought, oh my gosh, why couldn't I have been calm all through that? Well, being calm is the highest achievement of the self. Of your highest person within you Calm is what you're reaching for. That calm state, the peace, the peace. So now, before we get rolling any further, I think it's time for us to do our energy quotient for the week. So we didn't do it last week. We had a very special guest last week. Super great show with Ashley Lascore with Silver Lining Solutions. And so we missed doing our quotient, but this week we're going to get right back into our quotient. So let's identify it. Go through the physical body. Just pause for a second. Take a breath and let it go. Take an inventory of your physical body. The energy inside your physical body today, does it score a one, which is no energy at all? You're in fatigue mode. Or is it a 10? Where do you fall on the energy quotient of your physical body? Between one and 10, what is it? Your emotional body. Now, the emotional body, have you been reactionary today? If you've been reactionary today, then you're gonna score between a one and a five. If you've been pretty peaceful and just, walked through with ease and grace, then you're going to be between a six and a 10. So where do you fall on the emotional body? Write your number down. The mental body, mentally, how do you feel? Do you feel like your mind is running 90 to nothing with task after task after task and having you go here and there and just all the way around? That would be a tired mental body, and that would be scoring between a one and a five. However, if you've got space between your thoughts and you're just moving from one task to the next, you feel really at ease, then you are going to score between a six and a 10. All right, spiritual body. Spiritually, how do you feel today? Are you connected? Are you connected? Are you centered? 
Are you calm? That would all be scoring close to a 10, a six to a 10. Or if you're feeling a little disconnected, maybe a lot disconnected, feel like your feet are knee deep in the muck and you don't know how to get out, you might score a little lower. So what is your number for spiritual body? Add those scores up and that gives you where you're standing this week with your vitality score. From today's class, you may gain some information that will help you increase your vitality score. Super fun. So when you're looking at this week, think back to the past week, because what happened last week is what's giving you your score today. What happened yesterday, giving you your score today, typically. If you are a very um, positive thinker and thinks only in opportunity and what's coming up, then your energy is living inside today and your vitality score is probably really high. But those of you whose score was a little lower then your vitality score is going based off of everything that's happened in the past. And we aren't to live in the past. We are to live in the present. We're not even to live in the future. We're to live right here, right now. But when you think back, what gave you that vitality score, if it was really low, if it was below a 20, you really want to look at it and see what's going on. What are those things that contributed to that? When you think back to last week and the way you were in your week, the way you operated your week, the way that you were with people, the way you were with eating, the way you were with exercising, the way you were with your sleep. Did you stay up late a lot of nights? Did you have sleepless nights? When you're looking at all of those things that contributed to your lack of energy now in all four bodies, what, create, what created that, that chaotic environment? Was it the busy mindset? Was it overbooking yourself? Was it being unorganized and just didn't have everything you needed at your disposal? So you were running around trying to find everything that you needed. Are you living fast? Are you like going not even nothing hither and yon, just trying to get it all done? Not having time to eat or eating late, going to bed late because your life is so fast paced, you're packing in way too much. Is the fast eating creating belly aches and bloating. All of that fast is creating an environment in which you eat fast food, in which you eat junk food because it's faster to get to. And that has you feeling yucky in your body, gives you, again, that bloated feeling, low energy, fatigue. And when we don't feel good in our body, nothing really goes very well. We lose a lot of energy from that. It sucks our energy right out. When I had the busy mindset, my life was in total chaos. I, my internal body was in total chaos. And it's so interesting because I remember, um, there was a time right before the anxiety hit that I carried around this day timer 
And I love to schedule things in my day timer and just really have it booked. I wanted those pages to be so full. And y'all, I wore that busyness like a badge of honor. Like, this is so cool. Look how important I am. I've got all of these appointments and all these things that I'm doing. Eh. <laughs> when I even think about that badge of honor, I'm so important. Oh my gosh, it just makes me sick <laughs> to myself that I had that all in my head that I had to be back-to-back -back busy in order to feel worthy to even be living my life. No wonder I broke out in full-on anxiety. No wonder. The thought of having open spaces on my calendar, I had to fill them in. I had to fill them in with an errand, with a project, with something in order to make me feel like I was earning my way. Now, I love it when I have open spaces on my timetable. <laughs> love, love, love it. In fact, it's like, oh, nothing goes here. <laughs> We're just going to put a big box around that empty space, put stars around it and hold it and hold it. That's the space in which we breathe. That's the space in which we go. All right, let's look at how things are rolling. Let's take that Hawkeye view and see, is everything in the place in which it needs to be? Am I in the place in which I need to be? What can I do for myself right now to bring more energy and vitality into my body so that I serve more, so I do more for my business, for my family? Mm. Y'all, we don't have to be busy to live that complete and fulfilling life. The spaces in your timetable, they're gifts. They're gifts so that you can just be present in your life and enjoy it. So let me share with you things that I did in order to help my physical body come to a more centered place of operation, that peace within, knowing that all was well all the time. When I was in that anxiety living, there was a task that I would do that would get me from point A to point B. Listening to the radio, didn't do it. Listening to music, yeah, didn't, didn't work for me. Um, none of that worked, but what did work for me was counting. I would count up to 100 and back down in reverse. My husband calls me late one evening. I'm home with our two young boys. They were probably three and a year and a half at the time. He was working out at Sherman on a job and he was driving a Jeep at the time and the Jeep broke down. He says, you have got to come get me. And I froze like a deer in headlights. I have to what? That's an over an hour away. I have to drive all that way in the dark at night with my two children. I mean, and he said, Ashley, I need you get up here now. And I was like, okay, you know, tough love is sometimes very beneficial. <laughs> 
So because that made me mad, I was able to get in the car. And as I'm driving, I begin that counting. One, two, three. And I'm very intentional with the counts. I can picture the number. I'm saying the number. I'm feeling the number. And I'm being all present with the number. And I do that over and over and over again to 100 and all the way back down to one, 100, back down to one, all the way to Sherman and all the way home. Because when I picked him up, he was fixing his Jeep. So I still had to drive home by myself behind him, which was a little better. What I realized from that exercise what I did in that moment was I slowed my thinking. I didn't allow my thoughts to get jumbled and be hither and yon and one right after the other. I didn't allow that. I slowed my thinking by thinking one number at a time. So when I began slowing my thinking, going, ah, oh, that's a pretty good tool. And when I would go into meditation at night, I had that same concept to really visualize what I was seeing in my mind, the picture, the, the feeling, what I wanted to be inside of in that meditation. And I began slowing my mind down with that. Then when we look at food, are you slow with eating? slow down when you eat. You know, what I found out was that the gut brain does not digest and assimilate when you're fast, when you're doing two things at once, when you're sitting in an anxiety attack, your gut brain does not register that you've eaten. So that food will sit like a rock in your stomach and the digestion assimilation process is decreased. So we slow down when we eat. We do, when we eat, we only eat. So there's only one task when you're eating and that's eating. So you're savoring the flavors. This is probably the best exercise and the one that I give all of my clients whenever they come to work with me. And especially when they're bouncing off the walls, their brain, I'm seeing their brain bounce off the walls, not them personally. And when I see their thoughts doing that, I go, oh, slow is the roll on this first task. And it's slow down when you're eating. Because when you slow down when you're eating, you're more than likely going to slow down in everything else. Another thing you can do when you slow down your thoughts that's like the big gift, if you want a, a birthday gift every single day, then slow down your thoughts because when you slow them down, you have seven blessed seconds to take care of that thought, to decide if it's one you want to keep or one you want to go want to go away. What I mean by keep is that you want to create a neuropathway of that because you want more of it. And you want the subconscious mind to submit to the conscious mind and go, oh, you want more of that? Yes, I'll, I'll help you create that. That's the beautiful thing about that seven seconds is you get to decide what you want in your life all the time. If there's a thought that comes in that's around fear and anxiety and worry and um, lack, then we want to turn those away. We don't want more of those. We don't want the subconscious mind to get any hint of that 
Because if it sets up shop as a neuropathway in the conscious mind, the subconscious mind is going to grab hold of it. And this, and it will live in your subconscious mind and come out to play with you whenever it feels that you need it. That's no way to live. So seven blessed seconds is the gift inside slowing down your thoughts. <clears throat> I'd like to address the physical aspect of this slowing down. So I realized that when I slowed down my thoughts, my body was slowing down, but I really noticed that when I slowed my movements, my brain really slowed down. I found it easier to slow down my head brain when my body was slow. Now, I don't mean lazy, lackadaisical. That's not what I mean. It's intentional slow. Have you ever noticed that when you're running late and you're running hither and yon, that you drop your keys, step your toe and bump your head? It happens every time. You do. Or you lose your keys. You lose something and you can't find it. And you're running all over your house trying to find it. Did you know that 80 hours a year is spent on people finding lost things? 80 hours a year. I just heard this today and I thought, oh my gosh, that is the coolest superfluous information ever. 80 hours is lost trying to find the things that we lost. Slow down. Be present. Be intentional with your movement. When you're moving your body, let your mind be present with your body while you're in motion. Let your mind be taking that little cursory inventory, wondering what's going on in my body right now? What am I feeling? Oh, feel how that the hips move and rotate when I walk. Interesting. You know, just really notice and be present in your body. Let your mind be there presently with you. There's a great book uh, called Wherever You Go, There You Are. There You Are. Wherever You Go, There You Are. I've done a couple of his quotes in my show before. And it is a great little book talking about where you need to be is present within you. Because wherever you go, you're going to find yourself. So become friends with yourself, get to know who you are, and be present. Be at peace. Find that within you. You're not going to find it outside of you. The only place you find the peace is within yourself. So we get mentally and physically fit by slowing down. Now, when we slow down emotionally, this is really fun. This is when the stuff gets really good. So I practiced slowing down so I could be present with what I was feeling. When I was in a, the anxiety attacks, just woo, going fast, 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 I was running from them. Well, guess what happens when you run from something? It chases you. It is on your back. It's chasing you the whole way. So when I stopped and I faced that anxiety head on and went, I'm not going anywhere. Let me just feel what you have to say. 
what is this you're saying? And that's a really scary step. If you have ever felt anxiety, the scariest thing is to be present with that feeling. It is, it's not comfortable, but it's doable. It's not going to kill you. That's the good news. It won't kill you. You got to stop running. And instead, you got to stand firm for the peace that you know resides within you. You got to stand firm for that and just be present with it and feel it. This is one of the things that I teach in the emotional resolution program that I have is you feel those sensations. You be present with them. They're not going to kill you. They're not going to hurt you. Because when we allow them, when we allow us to slow our emotional onslaught down and really just be present with it, it'll wash out faster. But if we run from it, then it sticks around and it stores in your tissues and your tissues begin to not feel so good. Stiff, achy, gut becomes messed up. Your blood pressure could go up. Your liver becomes toxic. Kidneys become overworked. When we're in a continual emotional onslaught, physiological onslaught of all that chemistry, it downgrades our body. So what we can do is stand firm for the peace within us. You were born with that inside you, with that ease, with that grace. You were born with it inside you. It's time for you to come home to it. Come home and be present. So what can you do? I'm going to give you three things that you can do to help yourself get into this simplifying the busy and the chaos and getting it out the door. So number one, get organized. We spoke about that a little bit, but get organized and make your list. Make a list of all the things, all the locations, all the areas of your life that you want to become more organized. Make that list. Don't stop to analyze as you're writing this list. Do not analyze the list as you go. You just keep writing, 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 writing. Keep going, keep going until no more thoughts come. You can organize your timetable, your schedule, your meal schedule, your meal planning. Most of the times people who are living in the bat, in the fast and the busy don't take time to plan meals. And when they grocery shop, they don't have a list. They just grab stuff off the shelves. And that's typically when we find ourselves in trouble with the food that's in our pantry. Get organized. Your desk, your drawers, your files, your closets, everything, your refrigerator, your freezer, everything. Get it organized, but make your list out. And then you just work on one at a time. Right? Pick a day of the week that you want to organize one thing or two things, whatever you would love. Pick one day that you want to organize one thing and just do your finger like this over your page and then boop, wherever your finger lands, that's what you're organizing. Or just visually pick one out. But get something done. Get, get a, a process in place so that you begin organizing things so your life becomes ah, more at ease. Number two, um, I covered number two inside. Number one, y'all, that was about cleaning stuff out. Your desk, your drawers, your closets, your storerooms, 
So we get organized and we clean out at the same time. Now, the third is to build your focus muscle. You can do that inside these tasks that you're going to be writing down that you're going to do, or you can do it whenever you're at your work or in the kitchen, but you want to build your focus muscle. Be all in with one task at a time. No one, no one can multitask and do it well. I don't care who you are. Our human brain was not created to do that. It was created to do one thing at a time, 100%. You can't do two jobs 100% each or three jobs 100% each. It's going to be a 25, 50, and another 25, something like that. It's not, it's not going to be to its fullest potential. And you won't be at your fullest potential. So build your focus muscle by doing one thing at a time. All right. So get organized, clean stuff out, and build that focus muscle. Those are all things to help you simplify your life so you get out of that busy and the chaos and get back to the peace within. Peace is within you. Come home to that. Set your GPS and go home to that. All right, y'all. That is what I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me on Ashley's Heart Song. If you're a part of the live audience, please stick around. We're going to be able to break out into some Q&A, live Q&A. And if you're watching this replay and you would love to be part of the live audience, be sure and click on the link each Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time that is located where you found this video. Thank you for being here with me today. Much love and a big O hug. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you.